Hello, Earnings Call listener. My name is Hadi Youssef. I run this earnings season podcast, but I also run the Borstar Earnings Call mobile app, and that's what I wanted to quickly tell you about today. We've created a dedicated app for listening to earnings calls. What I mean by that is that we've basically created the Spotify for earnings calls. Our app lets you add any company to your watch list. You can download any earnings call to your phone. You can set notifications for specific companies for when a new call is available. You can also see the exact date of the earnings call. And if there is a company that isn't on our app yet, you can request a company within our app and we will promptly add it. Making earnings calls easy to access is something that I care a lot about. It's why I created this earnings season podcast. But obviously, we cannot add every single earnings call that gets published on this podcast, or else you'll be having hundreds of episodes every week. And so, we've created a dedicated app where you can go and pick and choose the exact earnings calls、uh, you're interested in. And what we post on this earnings season podcast are basically kind of the highlights or the most notable earnings calls. But in the show notes of this episode, I've included a video demonstration where I walk you through all the features that I just described for our app. And I also included the link to the App Store where you can go there and see the description of the app and the reviews. You know, I'm really proud of the feedback we've gotten from our users. And,、uh, you know, pleasing and satisfying our, our users and our customers is, is something that I、uh, take pride in. And, and as a team, we、uh, really pride ourselves on that. And so, I don't want to take more of your time and, and keep you from listening to the earnings calls you've selected today. So, without further ado, here is your earnings call. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to Alibaba Group's June quarter of 2019 results conference call. At this time, all participants are on listen only mode. After management's prepared remarks, there will be a QA session. I would now like to turn the call over to Rob Lin, head of investor relations of Alibaba Group. And we apologize for any static or any disturbances. Please go ahead. Hey, good day, everyone, and welcome to Alibaba Group's June quarter 2019 results conference call.、Uh, before I get started,、um, I just wanted to see if、uh, people on the line、uh, can listen well.、Um, maybe we could take one question, operator,、uh, to make sure that someone on the line can answer、uh, that they can hear well, because there's some te- technical issue here on this side. Okay,、um, I think we'll all proceed. Okay.、Um, well, sorry about that.、Um, so, with us、uh, today are Joe Tai, our Executive Vice Chairman,、uh, Daniel Zhang, Chief Executive Officer, Maggie Wu, Chief Financial Officer. This call is being webcast from our IR section of the corporate website. A replay of the call will be available on our website later today. Now, let me quickly cover the safe harbor. Today's discussion will contain forward looking statements. These forward looking statements involve inherent risks and uncertainties that may cause actual results to differ materially from our current expectations. For detailed discussions of these risks and uncertainties, 
please refer to our latest annual results on Form 20S and other documents filed with U.S. SEC. Any forward-looking statements that we make on this call are based on assumptions as of today, and we do not take, undertake any obligation to update these statements, except as required under applicable law. Please know that certain financial measures that we use on this call, such as adjusted EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA margin, adjusted EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA margin, marketplace-based core commerce adjusted EBITDA, non-GAAP net income, non-GAAP diluted earnings per share, or ADS, and free cash flow are expressed on a non-GAAP basis. Our GAAP results and reconciliation, reconciliation of GAAP to non-GAAP measures can be found in our earnings press release. Unless otherwise stated, growth rate of all metrics mentioned during this call refers to year-on-year -year growth versus the same quarter last year. With that, I will now turn the call to Joe. Thank you, Rob. Thank you all for joining us. Alibaba's business continues to do well in an uncertain economic environment characterized by slower global growth and the trade war. In the last quarter, I explained why Alibaba is on the right side of all the solutions that could help us address issues in the trade war. If you haven't, please go back and read my speech from the last quarter. In this quarter, our core commerce business comprised of China retail, wholesale, international com commerce, logistics, and local consumer services performed exceptionally well with overall year-on-year -year revenue growth of 44% in this segment. The question that is invariably asked is how does, Alibaba, uh, how does Alibaba's business, which is consumption-driven, continue to deliver robust growth despite challenges in the broader economy? I want to offer two reasons. Both are big secular trends happening in China that we have taken advantage of. First is demographics, and the second is the rapid pace of digitization. On demographics, China's 5.5 trillion U.S. dollar domestic consumption market is driven by two massive demographic forces. First is the emergence of a middle class of over 300 million people living in large cities. This affluent middle class population is almost as large as the entire U.S. population, and their consumption needs and wants are approaching developed market levels. We have talked about the desire by these consumers to upgrade the quality of products they buy, especially the pursuit of brands and imported products. Alibaba's Tmall platform benefits tremendously from this ongoing trend, and we believe it will continue to be the leading choice for consumers looking for quality and consumption upgrade. The second massive demographic trend is the rise of urbanization affecting third, fourth, and fifth tier cities. Other than the major metropolitan areas like Shanghai, Beijing, and Shenzhen, China has more than 150 cities with a population of at least 1 million people. In aggregate, these lower tier cities and the surrounding townships have more than 500 million people with a consumption economy of 2.3 trillion U.S. dollars. What is happening is the lower tier cities are urbanizing very fast with a projected 300 million people that will move from rural areas into these cities in the next 10 years. The economy of these smaller cities will grow faster than the major metropolitan areas. We've seen projections that retail consumption from the lower tier cities and townships 
will triple from 2.3 trillion today to nearly 7 trillion US dollars by the year 2030. That is a compounded annual growth of more than 10% over a long period of time. In the current quarter, we grew annual active consumers of our China retail marketplaces to 674 million, of which more than 70% come from lower tier cities. Alibaba's China retail platforms, especially Taobao Marketplace, is very well positioned to capture the consumption demand from the lower tier cities. Alibaba's uh, Alibaba is uniquely positioned with the capability to capture opportunities of both the growing middle class in metropolitan areas and urbanization of lower tier cities. This unrivaled capability is enabled by our multiple retail platforms that are highly trusted by consumers, extensive e ecosystem of brands, merchants, and manufacturers, and AI-driven personalization technology. The second big secular trend I want to talk about is the rapid pace of digitization. Over the past 10 years, digitization of the Chinese economy has been driven by smartphones. Because of the convenient and always connected nature of mobile devices, more and more users are spending more and more time connected to the Internet. This is giving the digital service providers, like ourselves, a great feedback loop to understand user trends so that they can rapidly and continuously improve their services. Under our all-in mobile strategy, Alibaba has become the leading player in digitizing commerce. We have developed the most sophisticated AI algorithms to serve consumers on our platform, which results in ever-improving user experience as well as increasing monetization opportunities. In the next 10 years, digitization of the economy will be further accelerated by the advent of 5G connection and proliferation of IoT devices. This will have far-reaching implications for all industries and processes, including public, including public services, manufacturing, supply chain, distribution, product development, and marketing. By developing these essential technologies of a more digitized world, such as data technology, cloud infrastructure, and machine intelligence, Alibaba is very well positioned to help businesses succeed through our new infrastructure for commerce. Now I turn to Daniel for his remarks. Thanks, Joe. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining our earnings call today. We had an outstanding quarter with excellent business performance and sound execution against our overall strategy. We enjoyed exceptional revenue growth of 42% young-year, outpacing industry peers, even though we adopt a conservative approach in monetization to support SMEs in this uncertain microeconomic environment. We also deliver solid profit growth, benefiting from measures to improve operating efficiency. During the quarter, we saw solid execution and operational improvements in multiple areas that I will address, including, number one, successful penetration into less developed areas. Number two, positive momentum in adopting our new retail technology among consumers and retail partners. Number three, efficient and innovative last mile solution offered by Tainiao. Number four, sustained improvement of our Lazada business in Southeast Asia. Number five, 
robust revenue growth of our cloud computing business. And number six, repositioning our digital entertainment segment that ensures healthy long-term growth. For our China retail marketplace, we continue to demonstrate the ability to grow our customer base at scale. In June 2019, our China retail marketplaces had 755 million mobile MAUs, MAUs, a quarterly net increase of 34 million. Annual active consumers grew 20 million to 674 million, reflecting strong user acquisition programs and another record-breaking June 18 shopping festival. During the quarter, over 70% of the increase in annual active consumers was from less developed uh, areas, which demonstrated the success of our initiatives to touch a broader base of users. In our core commerce business, Tmall continued to strengthen its market leadership in the B2C market, growing faster than the sector average. Tmall physical goods paid GMV grew 34% in this quarter, mainly driven by increases in the number of users and average spending. In June, we achieved the largest ever June 18 shopping festival in business scale and customer reach. The promotional event saw robust consumption demand that supported solid sales and greater penetration into less developed areas for brands and merchants, as over 120 brands generated more than 100 million RMB a day uh, in, this G, uh, in GMV. During the 18-day promotion period, Timor Physical Goods pay GMV was up 38%, driven by increases in consumers and a higher average spending. Mobile Taobao app DAUs was up close to 30%, reflecting successful promotional strategies. And about 65% of the buyers were from less developed areas. The success of the event was mainly due to successful promotional strategy that kept consumers engaged and willing to spend. More effective user acquisition programs catalyzed by better reactivation of dormant users leveraging on our te data technology. A diversified selection of value for money products to attract, it, to attract more users, uh, more buyers in less developed areas. Continuing efforts to address growing demand from our middle class consumers. For local consumer services, we achieved strong growth in daily on-demand GMV, driven by robust order growth and increasing average order size during the quarter. We have also extended to the coverage of products and services in targeted low-tier cities where we saw improved market share. We will continue to focus on delivering value to restaurants and other local service merchants through our data technology. Our new retail business consists of 
two major directions, reforming old and creating new, both of which enlarge the addressable market. We are making good progress in digitalizing partners, uh, retail partners and enable their new retail transformation. We offer multiple new retail solutions for traditional supermarket chains that include the Taoxianda and the digital post machines. Taoxianda allows consumers to place orders in a nearby supermarket through Taobao app and secure delivery through our on-demand delivery network. Digital post machine capture the insights from local consumers' in-store purchases. These new retail technologies have started to deliver positive impacts to our retail partners like SunArt. FreeShipo, also known as Herma in Chinese, has achieved robust same-store sales growth. It will continue to expand its footprint, optimizing its stores and introduce differentiated product selections. Herma is consolidating the supply chain to bring the product directly from the farm to table to improve customer experience. Tanyao Network has developed robust import fulfillment solutions utilizing a combination of bounded warehouse in China and the direct shipment from overseas. The bounded warehouse network operated by Tanyao covers all the major ports in China. As part of Tanyao's comprehensive last mile solutions, Tanyao's Guoguo APP offers an on-demand pickup and delivery services that allow consumers to send packages from their homes, thereby facilitating returns. As of June 2019, Tanyao Guoguo's speedy on-demand pickup service within two hours has covered substantially all of the districts and countries and counties in China. In general, one out of every three returning packages generated on our platform was handled through Tanyao Google platform. On the globalization front, Lazada shows solid operational improvement after strengthening its third-party marketplace business, management team, and technology infrastructure. For the third consecutive quarter, Lazada achieved over 100% year-on-year growth, year-on-year uh, -year order growth, reflecting strong consumption demand. During the quarter, it executed effective user acquisition programs with mobile DAU doubling year-on-year. -year. Lazada's key priority is to maintain strong user growth and user engagement in the coming years. Our cloud computing business continues to execute and exhibit strong growth. Revenue growth 66% year over year to 7.8 billion RMB, primarily driven by an increase in average revenue per customer. We are focusing on delivering high value added services while rationalizing our offerings of commodity products and services. We will continue to execute a strategy of expanding our market leadership, 
increasing investments in talent and technology infrastructure, and developing new value-added value products. On top of robust growth in public cloud, we are capturing strong secular demand for private cloud, primarily driven by digital transformation of big enterprise clients in various industries. During the quarter, our private cloud revenue grew over 250% year over year. Digital media and entertainment segment continues to be impacted by tighter content regulation and industry rationalization. Yoku will continue to focus on investing in original content, delivering superior user experience and driving increasing paying subscription. During the quarter, Yoku's average daily subscribers increased 40% year over year. While we continue to invest in original content production capabilities, we are also taking consistent measures to ensure content cost efficiencies and the return on investment. These measures have been reflected in reduced losses during the quarter. Alibaba's digital economy continues to show resilient growth in the face of complex geopolitical and economic conditions. Recent geopolitical uncertainties have placed additional pressure to global growth. Looking into the future, we believe this is both a challenge and opportunity for the Chinese economy. Consumption and the service sectors will become the new engine for China growth. The consumption power in Alibaba digital economy is strong, coming from two types of consumers, those from less developed areas and the affluent middle class. We estimate over half of the total addressable population in less development areas are already consumers in Alibaba digital economy. We continue to acquire new customers in a holistic approach in less developed areas. With such a large existing consumer base, we see great cross-sale opportunity within the Alibaba ecosystem that will drive up their purchase frequency and the category's expansion. For affluent middle class, Alibaba is also well positioned to meet their consumption upgrading demands. We are well penetrated in top tier cities and able to continuously grow con the consumer's mind share and wallet share in various areas of their lives. Today's Alibaba's digital economy is self-reinforcing and it is as strong as ever. Fueled by consistent rapid revenue growth and healthy financial performance, we are able to continue our investment in strategic areas such as local consumer services, globalization, logistics, cloud computing, and the digital content, which we believe will drive future sustainable growth for Alibaba digital economy. Now I turn the call over to Maggie, who will walk you through the details of our financial results. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you all for joining us.
we had another strong quarter. For today's call, uh, I will begin with a review of the key financials and uh, end with how we view the uh, coming quarters. So in June uh, quarter, as Daniel mentioned, we delivered another uh, quarter of strong user growth uh, with 755 million uh, IMAUs and 674 million of annual active uh, consumers. Uh, which means approximately one out of two Chinese are uh, buying from our platform. We also continue to be successful in penetrating into less developed areas in China. Uh, over 70% of the increase in annual active consumers during the quarter were from less developed areas. Our large and active user base is a solid foundation for us to not only extend the market leadership of our China retail marketplaces, but also grow other consumer businesses within the Alibaba digital economy. Our total revenue grew 42% to 114.9 billion RMB in this quarter, excluding the effect of consolidating uh, acquired businesses. Uh, there is a much smaller impact uh, starting from this year. Um, the revenue would have increased by 38% year over year. So these uh, businesses include like Ulema, which we uh, started consolidation from May last year, Ulema Kobe and uh, Alipay. The increase of our total revenue was mainly driven by the robust growth of our uh, China commerce retail business uh, and Ulema, strong revenue growth of Alibaba Cloud, as well as an increase in volume of uh, orders fulfilled by Tainiao. This quarter's costs and expenses excluding SDC, have been tightly managed, leading to greater efficiency, especially in those businesses in the investment stage. So the increase for uh, cost of revenue is primarily due to increased inventory costs of our uh, direct sales and new retail business, increased logistic costs of Ulema, driven by increased order volume, and partially uh, offset by a decrease in content spending by Ucool. Let's turn to our business segments. Core commerce. Our core commerce segment had a strong quarter with revenue growth of 44% to uh, approximately 100 billion RMB this quarter. The fundamentals of our China retail business continue to be strong. The combined customer management revenue and commission revenue exhibited healthy growth of 26% for the quarter. Customer management revenue increased 27% in the quarter. The growth of customer management revenue was primarily the result of increase in the uh, volume of paid clicks due to user growth and more relevant listings driven by better algorithms, which resulted in better consumer experience. Merchant confidence remained uh, healthy, reflected by strong growth in merchant spending and increases in number of paying merchants. Commission revenue increased 23%, primarily due to strong 34% year-over-year growth of Tmall paid physical goods GMV. The primary reason of the gap between the commission revenue growth and the Tmall physical goods GMV growth is shift of Tmall supermarkets revenue mix from commission to direct sales. So revenue from Tmall supermarket uh, that used to be uh, all in the commission now, the uh, Revenue coming from the direct sales is reflected under others within a China commerce retail business. 
contributions contributions from direct sales business, including Timo Supermarkets and uh, Hema, resulted in other revenue uh, growth, um, which is 134% to 16.7 billion RMB. Local consumer services. Revenue from local consumer services was 6.2 billion RMB, primarily reflecting the strength of our food delivery platform, Ulama. During the quarter, our food delivery business exhibited strong growth in daily on-demand GNV and was driven by robust order growth and increasing average order size. Ongoing operational upgrade, coupled with a more targeted and disciplined approach in expanding market share, also improved operating efficiency during the quarter. We remain focused on penetrating into less developed areas for the food delivery business, which we believe will add long-term value for Alibaba digital economy. We will be flexible and optimistic in our approach to investing in local consumer service business in the uh, later part of the year. Performance of other businesses and their core commerce, such as new retail, tiny, international retail, and wholesale, remain healthy, as noted by Daniel earlier um, in his remarks. Now let's look at the driver of the core commerce profitability. We continue to generate solid market-based core commerce adjusted EBITDA. This is the core core, uh, we used to call. Compared to a year ago, we have increased the adjusted EBITDA by 9.8 billion RMB, while the combined losses from the four strategic investment areas only increased 1.6 billion RMB. So this reflects of our disciplined approach when managing this business, which led to strong profit growth. After incorporating the losses, our core commerce adjusted EBITDA grew 25% to 41 billion RMB during the quarter. Cloud computing revenue increased 66% to 7.8 billion, primarily driven by increasing average revenue per customer. We're improving our revenue mix by focusing on delivering high value added services while rationalizing our offerings of commoditized products and services. Adjusted EBITDA was a loss of 358 million RMB. Adjusted EBITDA margin improved from negative 10% to negative 5% in the quarter. We will continue to execute the strategy of expanding our market leadership by creating value and flexibility for our customers, increasing investment in ta uh, talent and technology infrastructures, and developing new value-added products and features. Revenue for digital media and entertainment business increased uh, by 6%. Uh, as the industry undergoes rationalization and tighter regulation uh, on content. Adjusted EBITDA was a loss of 2.2 billion. And adjusted EBITDA margin improved from negative 52% to negative 35% in the quarter, primarily due to the decrease of content spending efficiency gained um, during our uh, operation. Revenue from innovation initiatives and others increased 21% to 1.3 billion RMB, mainly due to an increase in revenue from uh, AMAP and some other innovation initiatives. Adjusted EBITDA for innovation initiatives and others was a loss of 2 billion 
the increase in uh, loss is primarily due to investment in technology research and innovation, as well as some new business initiatives. Our business has shown strong profitability and cash flow generation capability. For June quarter, we generated $26.4 billion in free cash flow. Uh, compared to a year ago, the free cash flow uh, has shown a, a slight growth, not as uh, big as the profit growth. There is a reason. Uh, the reasons are mainly two. Number one, um, the net cash provided by operating activities you know, includes the annual payment of uh, royalty fees and software technology services from uh, Ant Financial. So that um, uh, settlement of the cash uh, incurred in this quarter uh, plays impact on the cash flow. The, the second thing is the payment of 250 million U.S. dollar cash uh, with a U.S. federal class action lawsuit uh, related with uh, this white, white paper. Uh, as of uh, June, you know, at the end of the quarter, cash cash equivalent and short-term investment were 212 billion RMB. In May uh, 2019, our board of directors authorized to refresh our share repurchase program for an amount of up to six billion U.S. dollar over a period of two years. Um, I'll talk also talk about Autoba uh, sales of our ADS. As publicly disclosed, Autoba started selling their Alibaba shares on May 20th, 2019, and so far they have already sold 261 million ADS. Only have 22 million left. Uh, these are all based on the most recent publicly available information. Looking ahead, the Alibaba digital economy continues to show resilience and steady growth in the face of complex geopolitical geopolit and economic conditions. We had a strong quarter to start our fiscal year with revenue growing faster than our global technology peers. We are pleased to see sustained user engagement and consumer spending across our platforms. We continue to invest for longer-term uh, growth while at the same time gaining cost efficiencies in our investment areas. Looking ahead, for the next few quarters, we expect our China retail marketplace to exhibit strong user growth and user engagement uh, enhancement that support healthy monetization and steady profit growth. The sizable profits generated from marketplace-based core commerce allow us to invest in strategic businesses, including local consumer services, digital entertainment, international marketplaces, new retail, logistics, and cloud computing. We will remain proactive in our approach to increase market leadership in strategically important businesses while also improving overall group's operating efficiency. These strategic businesses have already become the clear market leaders in the past quarters. We believe there are still great potential in high growth areas that will substantially increase our total addressable market. Uh, I also want to give uh, uh, some information for our investor day this, uh, this year. We would like to announce that our 2019 Investor Day will be held on September 23rd to 24th in Hangzhou, China. We hope to provide in-depth business updates 
as we did in previous uh, investor days. Details will be posted on the investor relationship section of Alibaba Group's website. That concludes our prepared remarks. Uh, let's open up for uh, questions. Thank you. So, Thank operator, you. open for questions. Yes. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll now begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone and wait for your name to be announced. To cancel the request, please press the pound or hash key. And to give more people the opportunity to ask questions, please keep yourselves to know more than one question at a time. Once again, to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. Our first question comes from the line of Eddie Leong of Bank of America, Mary Lynch. Please go ahead. Uh, good evening. Uh, thank you for taking my questions and uh, congratulations on a good quarter. Um, have, uh, have a question uh, about the uh, less developed uh, area strategy. Um, could you elaborate uh, how you plan to differentiate uh, from your competitors in the lower tier cities? And then um, just a follow-up, uh, do you uh, feel that uh, there is a high degree of overlapping of your new customers uh, from the less developed areas uh, with your other e-commerce uh, companies, or do you think uh, you are addressing a different user segment uh, in those areas? Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Daniel. Uh, thanks for your question. Uh, I, uh, as, as we said in our script, uh, we, uh, we are making good progress in, in user engagement and the new customer acquisition. And uh, during this quarter, we uh, uh, we net add uh, 20 million uh, annual active consumers, and over 70% of them are from less developed areas. And uh, today, when we look at the consumer base we have, basically, uh, we are actually have two types of consumers. And uh, one is uh, in top tier cities and driven by the consumption upgrading and power and the, driven, uh, the growing demand from the middle class families. The other is from the, uh, from the less developed areas. And uh, what we see is that uh, because of the penetration of, of the uh, mobile internet, uh, we, see, uh, more, uh, we see the, uh, uh, the citizens in the low tier cities, uh, they become internet users, fluent internet users. And they, they are trying uh, various new, I mean, uh, business applications. Obviously, shopping and consumption is, is one of the most very important areas, and uh, uh, we will want to actually they want to try. So that's why we uh, uh, we uh, make a lot of I mean efforts in acquiring these new customers. And today, we are very happy to see that. Uh, over half of the populations are in the less developed areas already the customers in Alibaba ecosystem. But we'll continue our efforts to acquire more customers from uh, these areas. But at the same time, as I said before, we will do everything we can to cross-sell, um, cross over the services uh, in various categories and uh, to 
uh, fully leverage the existing user base we have on our platform. And one more uh, important point is that today on our platform, we have very dynamic supplies from brand products and, uh, and the products from the manufacturers. So the power of the platform is to uh, enable uh, the new customers we acquire in the low-tier uh, cities uh, to access the various dynamic uh, product supplies, which also uh, not only uh, meet their I mean, existing demand, but also create new demand from them. So I think that that uh, is is very, very important uh, strategy for, for us uh, to continue. Yeah. Uh, that's very helpful, Daniel. Thank you. Sorry, I just want to supplement uh, Daniel's point on the differentiated strategy in the less uh, developed areas. Uh, you know, it just in, he talked about the shopping context. You know, we have broad product selection, just much broader platform, and also access to direct to factories. Uh, but also, if you look at the Alibaba ecosystem, uh, there are uh, beyond e-commerce, we have uh, local services uh, that we serve the lesser developed cities. Uh, we also have our uh, sister company, Alipay, that provides the payment service as well as a bunch of uh, daily sort of uh, services on their platform. Uh, so th uh, this ecosystem is bringing in lots of synergies that enable us to capture more loyalty uh, for, uh, 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 you know, from each of the uh, users in those lesser developed areas. Operator, next Thank question. You. Next question is from the line of Curious Mobile of Goldman Sachs. Please go ahead. Thank you. Um, if we think of the overall China commerce retail business as one, what percentage of GMV is moving from 3P to 1P? And how should we think of this transformation in the business uh, in terms of the impact on margins? That's a question to you, Maggie. And um, Joe, if I could ask you to elaborate on how you think IoT and 5G could prove to be transformative to Ali. Thank you. Sorry, Piyush, you might want to repeat the second question. Um, and a question for Joe, um, could, could you elaborate briefly on how IoT and 5G could prove to be transformative? Thank you. Thank you, Piyush. Um, so regarding to your first question, uh, 1P versus 3P, if you take a look at GMV, we reported 5.7.5.8 uh, trillion uh, RMB GMV for the last uh, fiscal year, and we're um, uh, tripping towards 1 trillion US dollar. So um, the, the first P business accounts for a very small portion uh, in, in that total GMV. Um, when you look at a Homa, Timo supermarket, this business, um, you know, uh, counts for only, you know, uh, less than 100 billion uh, uh, RMB GMV. So, um, just give you a sense, uh, you know, it's not it's not a big portion. In terms of, you know, people um, uh, talk about margin impact, etc. Um, like we said uh, many times, uh, rather than looking at the margin, we look at the profit growth. So, actually, this business. That contributes to uh, revenue growth and also, you know, eventually going to contribute to our profit growth. So, like you look at uh, this quarter's revenue, right, very strong growth, like 42 percent year on year. Uh, there is uh, some contribution come from uh, first P uh, business. 
But even if you take uh, that portion out, um, um, you know, the revenue still be uh, among the highest among the global peers. Um, but to us, we see this as one, you know, one piece of the business, um, and uh, uh, it should really be looking at, you know, uh, together. And then when you look at the rent, while the revenue grows, the profit also showing uh, very strong growth. So the core core um, providing uh, strong cash flows at the same time, all of these investment areas, including the new retail, actually are not only very uh, not dis only disciplined, uh, um, but also but also showing the uh, growth uh, in you know uh, in revenue as well as the improvement in the in the uh, uh, profitability. Thank you. Hey, Piyush, uh, yeah, uh, to answer the question on IoT and 5G, uh, look, we're in the very early uh, inning uh, of uh, this uh, uh, really transformational technology uh, overhaul with uh, 5G potentially coming online in the next year or two years. Uh, what, what that means is faster connections will enable uh, more and more devices to be connected uh, to each other uh, and also to the cloud. Uh, so you can imagine in a world where faster connection uh, enables uh, millions and millions of devices, uh, and what are these devices doing? They're sensors, they're other uh, devices that could be collecting lots of data. So for service providers uh, that are using uh, kind of an IoT uh, strategy to uh, provide services to con uh, consumers, as well as to enterprises in manufacturing and supply chain, uh, what the end result of, uh, of faster connection and millions and millions of devices is the, uh, the need to manage large, huge amounts of data, you know, massive amounts of data that will need to be uh, collected, uh, stored, cleansed, managed. And uh, I think uh, you know, if you look at our Alibaba Cloud business, uh, our expertise uh, is rooted in data management and data technology. Our um, uh, AppSara operating system is a distributed data computing platform uh, that will, uh, uh, you know, sits at the core of our cloud computing technology, and we're providing that service to our customers. Uh, so it'll ultimately uh, benefit our cloud business. That's just an example. But you know, as I said, we're in the very early inning, and the uh, there there could be endless possibilities that's uh, beyond my own imagination. Thanks, Jen. Next question. Thank you. Next question is from Alicia Yap of Citigroup. Please go ahead. Hi. Um, good evening, management. Congratulations on the strong quarter. Thanks for taking my questions. Uh, I have a question related to your reason. Tmall flagship store uh, 2.0 upgrade, um, in addition to uh, potentially driving higher conversions and better user experience, could you help us understand uh, what could be the additional outcome or monetization opportunity we could get uh, from the storefront upgrade? Would that be any incremental service fee or take rate opportunity? Uh, and on a broader scope, how should we relate and compare um, the personalization upgrade on the storefront versus the recommended feed features on the main Taobao app. Thank you. 
Uh, thank you. This is a very good question in, in operating strategy. I think uh, we recently uh, launched our Timo uh, flagship store uh, 2.0 version. The purpose of this uh, new version is to upgrade the storefront to enable uh, our brand partners uh, who operate on Timo not only uh, to sell their products uh, to manage their customer, but also give them a vehicle uh, to to manage their fan base uh, they have across platforms. And also this uh, fan base management, customer management, is not only isolated, I mean, customer, man customer management efforts and um, even marketing efforts. Uh, we want to provide them a vehicle to uh, to land it all the marketing campaigns the brand have uh, to promote their brands across channels. But finally, all the uh, marketing campaign data and, and fans can be accumulated and landed uh, in this flasher store, then which create a very unique end-to-end -end customer management uh, journey. And uh, in terms of the uh, in terms of monetization, uh, we don't want uh, we do intend to uh, to charge additional fee uh, based on the storefront upgrading. But obviously, if more and more brands are using this, I mean Timo, I mean flagship. A flagship 2.0 uh, framework, they will have more marketing campaign integrated into our platform, which obviously will lead to more marketing spending uh, on Alibaba ecosystem. Thank you. Uh, next Thank you. Next question is from Grace Chen of Morgan Stanley. Please go ahead. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call. Um, and this quote is very encouraging to see uh, Alibaba's strong margin performance. So it would be great if the management can elaborate a bit more about what efforts have the management done to help improve the margin performance, especially uh, in core commerce and digital media entertainment, and whether we're going to see the strong margin performance will continue uh, in the following quarters. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Christine, uh, for the question, um, let me elaborate on the, what, what we have done to bring out the operating efficiency. Um, I think, when, first of all, uh, the revenue growth is very strong, right? So that's um, uh, obviously coming from, driven by the user growth and also all of our efforts on user experience uh, enhancement have paid off. And then when you look at the uh, cost and the expenditures, uh, we have, um, you know, started uh, later last year, uh, emphasizing on all of these, uh, you know, uh, efficiency uh, of of these spendings, uh, not only on the marketing, but also the headcount, but also on the uh, spending on the contents, etc. So we do have specific measures uh, to the team to, um, uh, you know, review and measure the ROIs of these spendings. And uh, this is number number one. Number two is that we have seen so much uh, synergy coming out of uh, not only Alibaba Group, but also a synergy with our sister companies. So things like uh, marketing spending, right? Uh, we're targeting uh, another, you know, uh, 200 million, 300 million of c uh, potential users, consumers coming to our platform. So this is also the target uh, of of Ant Financial. And um, the, the, this is where that we can work together, that they are good at acquiring consumers in the lower tier cities, and the Taba is good at retaining these consumers. 
so that you, you know we don't have to you know spend it twice. Uh, uh, it's um, a very effective way of doing the marketing and acquire uses. Hope that helps. Oh, DME. Um, DME. Uh, you see the negative um, uh, margin get narrowed. Um, so 55 percent uh, negative margin from last year and 35 uh, percent. Actually, there was a one-off last year, which is the World Cup spending. So if you take that out, uh, last year's negative EBITDA margin would have been like uh, somewhere around 40, 42 percent, but still down by uh, uh, a lot. Uh, uh, I think uh, the DME uh, um, neg negative margin narrowing is mainly you know, coming from the uh, our discipline on the spending, particularly in the content spending. Next question. Thank you. Next question is from the line of Benny Wong of HSBC. Please go ahead. Good evening, management. Congrats on the set of uh, very upbeat results. Uh, so my question is on local service, consumer services on your food delivery business. Uh, we see that the, there's a strong top line growth uh, along with loss margin narrows down from 9% to 5% this quarter and a very strong top line growth. Uh, so we want to understand the major driver. Is it for e efficiency improvement or less subsidy? And also, can we get a clarity on your priorities going forward? Uh, is it like still gaining market share, especially in lower tier cities? And also synergies within your new retail system along with HOMA? and also um, building deeper to be digitalization transformation, basically tapping into merchants' IT budget as well. And I guess lastly is that um, uh, uh, along with this... Uh, uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, noise. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, just I, I just want to clarify a question. So you're asking about local consumer service. Um, yes, yes, the efficiency uh, improvement, yep. Efficiency and also the priorities. Okay. Thank you, Rob. Uh, uh, this quarter, we make uh, we are making uh, good progress uh, in uh, in local services, uh, especially in the uh, in the particular uh, low tier cities. And uh, we uh, we are gaining a market share in these particular cities. Uh, and, but at the same time, we are very happy to see uh, the uh, the the, uh, the operating efficiency is also improved. And uh, and with our continued efforts. And we will continue work on this, and uh, to uh, to uh, grow our user base in these uh, food delivery and local service business by leveraging uh, the synergies in Alibaba ecosystem. As I said, I think we have a unique advantage that uh, we ha uh, uh, we have like 70 million uh, mobile active users in Alibaba uh, consumer by various consumer platforms. So how to cross? Uh, promoted the local services uh, within this existing user base, uh, especially in the uh, in the uh, in the low tier city uh, cities, I think is our is our big advantage. Uh, we will continue to work on this, and at the same time, because of these local services, we build a very efficient on-demand delivery uh, network, and which also leveraged mm -hmm. by our new retail initiatives. And today we uh, we uh, uh, these on-demand delivery network help uh, our retail partners, local retail partners, uh, to uh, to do the on-demand delivery uh, uh, for the orders away from stores. 
I think by, by doing so, we also improve the operating efficiencies of the last mile services uh, because all these uh, the capacities can be fully utilized um, in, ser in serving the various uh, uh, business cases. And thank you. Just want to follow up on the priorities going forward within this segment. Well, uh, as I said, we will continue to uh, uh, to uh, invest and grow our local business, uh, in, especially in the low-tier cities, and uh, to lev uh, the priorities that leverage our user base we have, and also we uh, continue to improve our operating efficiency as well. Thank you. Next question. Thank you. Thank you. Next question comes from the line of Gregory Zhao or Barclays. Please go ahead. Uh, hi, management. Thanks for taking my question. <clears throat> a very impressive result. Uh, so my question is about uh, the uh, recommendation feed. So just want to check the recent progress of your uh, uh, monetization on the recommendation fees and uh, what the contribution to your uh, customer management uh, the revenue. And also want to understand if there is any seasonality of the business, such as less uh, monetization, maybe during the 618 and W11 as a promotion to push your keyword search advertising. And also a quick follow-up on lower tier city expansion. I think you talk a lot about the opportunity in lower tier city, and we just want uh, we also know you prioritized uh, the strategic position of Jiuhuasuan during the quarter. So just want to understand uh, how uh, will you differentiate your lower tier city expansion strategy with your peers? Thank you. Okay, Greg, talk about uh, customer management revenue and, uh, you know, uh, the recommendation fees monetization. Uh, first of all, you, you've seen that our customer management revenue grew 27% year on year. Um, the, the, the reason for the growth or the driver is mainly, um, you know, uh, bigger user base and, and uh, better user experience so that um, uh, the, the merchants um, are, you know, satisfied and willing to, to pay more. Uh, and we, um, you know, said that for recommendation fees, we uh, do, not, do not plan to roll out the monetization, particularly in the current uncertain uh, macro environment. Um, this is um, one kind of ways of helping of our SME customers. And um, so uh, from the, you know, um, competition uh, point of view, we also won't be aggressively targeted on, uh, you know, the revenue growth by rolling out the recommendation fees. Well, in terms of the, our strategies in the low-tier cities, uh, as I said before, uh, today uh, over half of the populations in the less developed areas already our uh, customers. So uh, uh, I think very important, uh, we will we'll, we'll continue to to uh, leverage uh, these user base we have, I mean, in our ecosystem, to uh, provide them various, I mean, supplies. And uh, as you said, we have uh, various promotional, I mean, uh, initiatives, including Zhihuasuan daily deals, so on and so forth. And via these, I mean, very effective and efficient promotion, uh, promotion platform, and uh, a new cu uh, uh, customers from low tier cities. Uh, are very easy to find uh, the the products of uh, value for money. Uh, so uh, while these efforts, uh, we uh, effectively increase the uh, user frequencies, uh, buying frequencies, and the thickness. Uh, 
And in terms of the new customer acquisition, uh, we still see a big uh, opportunity. And uh, by leveraging the power of Alibaba ecosystem, and uh, we together with Alipay and to and local services uh, to further penetrate these, I mean, uh, these new customer base. And uh, what, uh, the the digital, I mean, checkout of the new customers actually also give us a good opportunity to check in uh, them into our shopping and consumption platforms. So we will continue to work on this. Operator, Thank last you. question. Thank you. Our last question from, uh, comes from the line of Jerry Liu of UBS. Please go ahead. Hi, uh, thank you. Yeah, my question is about um, our, our comments on the call so far about the rationalization and optimization, uh, especially in a lot of our investments that we've done uh, so far this year. Uh, if I look at uh, actually EBITDA growth this quarter, uh, the year-of-year -year growth is actually better than the either the revenue or EBITDA growth of the core core, uh, which is the first time in, in over a year. So. I'm wondering is there more rationalization we can continue to do uh, to, to continue this trend? Thanks. Yeah, there, uh, um, as I said, I think first of all, the um, revenue growth is very strong, right? So 42% um, if you compare with uh, all the other peers, uh, where uh, most of them are in 20-ish. Uh, 20, 20 um, and um, at the same time, we talk about the discipline and the cost, um, you know, and also the operating efficiency and all of these uh, efforts and uh, getting the synergy out of the group and the, uh, the, the, the Alibaba economy. So we're going to continue to do so. Um, um, well, you know, we we do see great potential in the market. Um, so while we're talking about the discipline, uh, we're also you know, flexible and optimistic, um, in, you know, in our approach to investing in all of these uh, business initiatives. Because just like, uh, you know, how we did in the past 20 years, investing in these new areas, um, investing in the innovation brings uh, uh, growth, sustainable growth for longer term. Thank you. Um, Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining the call today. Uh, if you have further questions, please reach out to the investor relations uh, team at Alibaba. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that does include the conference for today, and thank you for participating. You may now all disconnect.